today we are talking about relationship timelines. Hey guys, what's up? Welcome to the podcast. So this week I have been doing a lot of coaching um, that kind of had a similar theme, which was this idea that my relationship, my dating experiences should have gone differently in the past, that the timeline should have unfolded a certain way. And I actually just watched a movie last night on Netflix. I'm totally drawing a blank on it. It's a Netflix original, and (laughs) it's one of those classic chick flick time travel kind of movies. Um, And basically, I think it's like the way we met or something like that. And it was like this guy keeps, he, he's like in love with this girl that he has met years and years and years ago. And she, after she met him, fell in love with this other guy, um, but he's still in love with her. And he just like mentally keeps replaying, like, what could I have done differently to have won her over? Maybe if things had gone like this or like this, then I, I could have won and gotten this girl. And so he, of course, finds a time travel machine and goes back in time and relives like a hundred different versions of meeting this girl and hanging out with her to get her to fall in love with him. And some of the like timelines, they end up together and others they don't. Um, But in the end, none of them are like he's truly happy or she's happy with him. And I was thinking about how it's kind of interesting to watch this sort of concept in a movie because I think it illustrates what we mentally do in our brain. While none of us have the capacity to travel back in time and know how things might have gone differently had we had we been a different person or done different things, we all the time are trying to solve for it. We're trying to figure out, oh, well, maybe if I had done things like this or like that, then maybe I would be happier or then I would be able to have certainty in my relationship. And we create these alternate timelines in our head of what could have happened. Um, So some of the ways this shows up for relationship anxiety is thoughts like, Maybe I settled down too early. Maybe I should have dated around more. Um, Maybe I needed to have more long-term relationships. Or maybe I really should have just dated less guys. Uh, There's lots of different variations of it. One for me, I believe for the longest time, was that I should have had more experiences dating jerks and guys that weren't nice to me. (laughs) Okay, I know this sounds absolutely crazy. Don't judge me. But I really thought that. Like, I just, I knew Down was so amazing. I knew he was such a great guy. And a part of me was like, if I had an, I, I just, I got spoiled with like, I really didn't have that experience of dating a guy who just treats you like dirt. And so maybe if I had had that, then I wouldn't be anxious 
about this relationship I have. Then I would finally be able to recognize, oh my gosh, this really is the guy. I would be able to feel certainty and know he's the one because I would have different awful experiences to contrast it to versus just different good dating experiences. So I want you to ask yourself, in what way do you think that your relationship timeline should have looked different? Is there a way that you think it should have gone different? Do you think that maybe you should have met later in life or dated more guys or maybe it's even just I should have traveled first and had X number of years in a career. What is that timeline that you think was how things were supposed to go? And I want you to imagine that that was the timeline. Imagine that that was actually how things went down when you were dating or when you finally met this guy. Then what do you think you would feel? What would the experience of having dated more or meeting him later in life give you a sense of feeling? Now, I know we don't really know this because we haven't experienced this, but what do you imagine you would feel? Maybe you think you would feel more confident or more certain or more content with this relationship or confident or excited. Whatever it is, notice how you think that different experience would give you that feeling. When the reality is our dating experiences don't create that feeling for us. When we meet this guy, doesn't create the feeling of confidence for us. That's what our brain does. Our brain generates that sense of confidence for us, that sense of certainty. certainty. And I know it can be really tempting to blame it on the timeline. And I think a lot of times we're looking for how do we fix this feeling of being anxious? How do we get that feeling of certainty we desperately want? And one of the ways our brain tries to do that is by imagining different scenarios and saying, okay, if things had gone like this, then I could feel like that. But then what that allows you to do is stay stuck in your current thinking patterns. That keeps you from actually making any of the changes today to feel more of what you want to feel. We get to just kind of blame our past and say, oh, I feel like this because of how things went. So now I'm stuck here. Now there's nothing I can do about it. And while that feels very discouraging or hopeless, it also allows our brain to be a little bit lazy, which is what our brain's goal is. Our brain wants to conserve energy. It doesn't want to have to change thought patterns or try to feel different. It's just easier to blame the past and say, oh, it's because I only dated three guys that I feel like this. Versus taking ownership over my thought patterns right now are creating this feeling for me. And there's nothing wrong with you for blaming your past and how things went in dating or how things should have been different. Like this is so normal with humans. We love to look at our past and think how it should have been different. So 
don't criticize yourself for doing this. Just notice it. Like, huh, that's interesting. It's very tempting sometimes when we see this to want to beat ourselves up. So one of the ways I really experienced this was, again, just thinking, okay, if maybe if I had dated around more or if I had dated some guys that were jerks, then I would be able to fully appreciate this relationship and not be so anxious and questioning it all the time. And I wasted a lot of mental energy there of just kind of thinking about how maybe my timeline for dating should have been different. And then my aha moment and realization I had was that it was irrelevant. In the end, it really didn't matter. It was, we're at where we're at right now. He is an amazing guy. Now what? What do you want to do? That the way the past went was exactly how it was supposed to go. That how many people I dated, for how long I dated them, for the people I didn't date, all of that was exactly the way it was supposed to go. That there wasn't one perfect way that it should have happened that I need to mentally figure out and change. Because even if I could figure that out in my head, we can't go back in time. We can't change it. And that was kind of the fun thing that happened in this movie was after all of these alternate timelines he went through and realizing, okay, none of these end up with us together and happy, was he realized he had to go back in time and let every single event play out the way it did. That it had to just go the way it did where he met her and then she falls in love with this other guy. But that all of those different things got him to where he was at in the present moment and actually led him to falling in love with and marrying her best friend. I think one of the best quotes from the movie, (laughs) and then we'll move on from it, was he was saying, the main character was saying, I just thought maybe all of this happened for a reason. And his best friend says, things happen for no reason at all, but they create opportunity. The question is, can you recognize that next opportunity when it matters the best? And I love that perspective of just trusting the past went the way it did. And even believing like it went exactly how it was supposed to. That we don't need to overanalyze it, but that the question is, what is that next opportunity? We're at where we're at right now. What do we want to do next? When we make peace with the way the past went, then we're able to show up as the best version of ourselves. We're able to be the person who is ready for that opportunity, who is ready to move forward and take whatever the next step is in their life because they're not rehashing how the past should have been. It's like the past is perfect. It all went the way it was supposed to. Now what? Now who do I want to be? What is the next step in the next chapter in my story? Because when we are in that place of being so busy rehashing the past, we aren't even available to see 
what we want next. We're so stuck in the past that we don't even open up to that opportunity and the possibilities right now. When we make peace with our past, that's where we open up to opportunity that maybe our relationship and dating experience went the way it needed to go and it laid the perfect groundwork for us. And then that's where we can start accessing our own wisdom of what we do want to do next. And whatever that timeline is for you, I think it's so important to recognize that there isn't one right timeline for everyone. I think it can be really, really easy to compare ourselves to other people. Like how long other people spent dating or how long other people, you know, got to travel before they were in a relationship or maybe how quickly they got engaged. Whatever it is, I think it can be easy to use other people and their timeline as a measurement for our relationship being right and having gone the way it's supposed to. I think it's so important to remind ourselves is everyone's life has different timelines. We all experience completely different things at completely different times. This is something that I remind myself frequently with my husband and I being this place of trying to have kids and not knowing when it's going to happen. It can be really easy to compare to other people who have been trying for less time than us to get pregnant who are younger, who maybe get pregnant right away. And it can be easy to think like something's gone wrong here and that things should be different for us versus trusting like those people are having kids exactly when they're supposed to and so will we. And no, we don't know what that timeline looks like. But trusting that... And the same thing for you of, you know, wherever you're at in your relationship and wanting to contrast other people's experiences of, okay, we're not even engaged yet and these people got engaged really quickly or these people already having kids is that's the timing for them. And what if the timing in their life has absolutely nothing to do with the timing in your life? How could the timing be perfect for you? How could the way you have experienced dating, when you get engaged, when you get married, how many people you date, that all of that is set up in your favor? That it all is going perfectly for you? One last story I want to share with you guys really quickly. I dealt with so much anxiety in college. Just anxiety in general. Anxiety as my husband and I were dating and got engaged. And I really, really struggled with looking back on the past of college and thinking I shouldn't have felt so anxious. That was supposed to be the best time in my life. And now I can see how that time was so crucial for me. That I had to experience anxiety like that. 
to understand myself better, to lay a foundation for who I was going to be, for my relationship, for even the work I do in the world of being a coach and helping other people with relationships, that none of this would come to fruition had I just had that easy, happy-go-lucky college experience that in my brain, I thought that was how things were supposed to go. But the experience of being anxious in college was actually the most perfect experience for me. It helped me become more humble, helped me become more willing to be vulnerable and imperfect and share my story with people. Whereas had I not gone through that, I would have just continued going along as a perfectionist, trying to pretend like my life was perfect versus being willing to be honest and real and start owning what was going on for me. And the reason I offer that story is because I want to illustrate for you is look back on your past. What are like the things that you think should have gone differently? And how could they possibly be actually the most perfect thing for you. And stop telling yourself it should have gone different. And open up to, that was the best way it could have gone for me. All right. Thanks so much for tuning in today, you guys. We'll talk next week. Bye. Bye.